calling all Enneagram type nines. They call us the peacemakers, the mediators, the harmonizers, and even the comfort-seeking, self-forgetting, conflict-avoiding, anger-repressing, agreeable, procrastinating, indecisive, passive-aggressive, yet undeniably likable sweethearts of the Enneagram who just want everyone to get along. Sound like you? Welcome to Meek Not Weak, a podcast for type nines who are ready to take up space in this world, to know that they matter, to fully engage in life as the brave captain of their own ship. And bonus points if we can do this without sacrificing our naps, sweatpants, snacks, and alone time. If all this sounds good to you, you're in the right place and you're not alone. I'm Kimberly Eclipse. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, Type Nines? Welcome to the season one finale of the podcast. I bet you didn't know that this podcast was broken up into seasons and that today would be the season finale. But guess what? I didn't know either of those things myself. Life is full of surprises, um, and I've got a seven in my tri-type, so that means I like surprises and changes. Um, But not even I knew that this was happening today until I woke up and realized this was happening. And this change from what my original plan had been uh, is happening for two reasons. So one, because we are traveling for a big chunk of next month and will be with my extended family out of state, having some good old-fashioned fun with my parents, siblings, my cousins, and old friends from childhood. So we decided to do that. Um, But number two is because I have this vision for what season two of this podcast is going to look like. Um, I've got some very exciting things planned for it. And it could possibly involve you, my listeners. Um, But I need to take some time to do some behind the scenes stuff to prep for this. So I'll be spending next month doing just that. Uh, In season two, what we're going to do is we'll be going back to more longer form episodes, interviewing some incredible type nine experts and leaders. Um, I'm going to be weaving in more Enneagram theory than I have in season one. And we're going to be doing a few panels, meaning I'm going to hit record on casual conversations I'll be facilitating with groups of nines around various topics. So topics such as navigating adult friendships, parenting, entrepreneurship, um, dating, marriage, and so much more. So these nines that I'd like to have involved in these panels, they aren't Enneagram experts necessarily. They're just everyday nines like you and me. So you will definitely want to check out these episodes because I think one of the most impactful ways of growing as a nine is hearing the stories and the perspectives of other nines. Now, here is where you come in. Would you be interested in participating in one of these panels? Would you want to jump on Zoom with me and a few other peacemakers, show up as perfectly imperfect, 
your authentic self, um, ready to reflect on a few questions as a group, and help the listeners of this podcast who hail from all over the U.S. and the world. Help them know that they're not alone, that there are people who can completely relate, that there are nines just like them who are struggling and healing all at once, uh, stumbling and growing, uh, napping, chilling, and thriving (laughs) just like they are. This is what we're all doing, I think, as nines. So we need to hear each other. We need to hear each other's stories. But if so, If you want to be in on a casual conversation that has the potential to comfort and inspire you and countless other nines around the world, do me a favor. Reach out to me and tell me that you want a seat at the table, that you want to join one of these panels. I hope you do because I'd love to have you there. You can DM me on Instagram to let me know. Um, I'm at Kimberly.Eclipse, or you can email me. My email is hello at KimberlyEclipse.com. When I hear from you, I'll give you some options around which panel, you know, which panels you might be most interested in joining. You can let me know and we'll make it happen. Okay. So today I thought it would be cool to share some fun facts and personal thoughts on how season one went behind the scenes. Stuff like the most surprising thing that happened on the podcast, the most embarrassing moment, the worst thing that happened, etc. Um, so yeah, I just thought this might be fun to celebrate not only the season finale, but episode number 20, which just, it sounds like that should be the season finale. It sounds like a milestone number. So, all right, I'll start off the fun facts by sharing the most popular episodes of the podcast. So the top three most downloaded episodes of the season were episode number 13. That was How to Be a Healthy Type 9 with Kelsey Wilhoyt. Um, episode number one, The Reason Why, podcast origin story. Always a good idea to check out the first episode of a podcast. Um, and then for me to cringe when I hear all of that and think about how many times I re-recorded it because it was my first time and I was like, oh, I got to nail it. And the third most downloaded episode of the season was episode number two, three reasons type nines don't ask for help and three tips for getting better at it. Um, I'll share also the episode I most enjoyed recording was, well, okay, before I share this, I do want to say that I don't want to confuse this with the best episode of the podcast because there is no best episode. I know from the feedback I get in my DMs that each episode hits people differently. Each resonated deeply for specific people based on their own lives, you know. So each episode has its place. Each one I feel was needed for someone out there. Each one inspired or helped the precise people Um, that were meant to hear that message. 
Uh, so shout out to all my guests who have graced us with their presence and their ideas. Now, that said, my favorite one to record was episode number five, your unique flavor of slothfulness, understanding instincts with Priscilla Dean. And the reason that that was my favorite to record is because I love the topic of instincts within Enneagram theory. I feel it really fills out the fine details of how your dominant type is expressed, um, how best to address your specific expressions of sloth. And I personally tend to have really good chemistry with people who, like myself, have a dominant sexual instinct because, you know, we're people who are subconsciously wanting to connect deeply and as swiftly as possible um, with people we're attracted to. All right. I feel like I'm getting into like R-rated talk right now, but, but believe me, it's all just about the Enneagram and I meant all of that, you know, connecting deeply and swiftly to people we're attracted to, like on an emotional level, not necessarily. Well, I got to say on a physical level, yeah, that kind of describes me too. <laughs> All right. Um, another fun fact, my biggest insecurity. So my biggest insecurity around recording this podcast or the thing that I was most self-conscious about um, was how slowly I speak and how many times I say, um, uh, so the truth is behind the scenes, I've spent countless hours, my friends, editing out the very, very long pauses I take between each word I speak. It's so bad. I had no idea that I sound like I'm recording a guided meditation or I speak like like I'm doing a hypnotherapy session or something. Even when I thought I was saying something with passion and fire and gusto and like speeding up my speech, I'd listen to the playback and be like, oh my God, I, I sound like a little lamb. Um, a little lamb who's trying to, again, record at a guided meditation or something. Um, so yeah, so that is my my biggest insecurity. And I'd probably say I have a few other ones, but that's one of the big ones. Uh, all right. Most embarrassing moment during a podcast episode recording. So in episode nine, uh, an episode called Best Reframe Ever, Organizing as a Form of Self-Care with Holly Perez, what happened was, and this is crazy, before hitting record in on the interview with Holly, you know, she showed up very early to the Zoom room and I didn't realize that she had done that and that she was sitting there and that my camera was on. And anyway, I walked across the screen and I had just gotten out of the shower and I was totally topless. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I'm totally kidding. This did not, this is, this did not happen. But um, I know Holly is listening right now and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Hi, Holly. <laughs> All right. Now, the embarrassing moment, the most embarrassing moment was actually more like just a string of unfortunate, no biggie things that were handled like the true nine that I am. So stuff like, you know, 
At one point, my next door neighbor's kid walked into the room while I was recording an interview and he was like trying to ask me while I was speaking to a guest, trying to ask me, can I bring this toy downstairs? And he like kept trying to ask me, even though I was trying to shoo him away. (laughs) And instead of like actually pausing the interview and editing it, whatever, to ask him to go back downstairs, I tried not to break eye contact with the person I was interviewing and just try to be really subtle um, and pretend like nothing was happening at all. No problem at all. Meanwhile, my arm was like waving him away aggressively. Um, Very nine of me. I could have just paused the interview and told the the child to please leave and and be direct, but nope, that's it was like too much confrontation to have to pause the interview. All right. Let's move on to what surprised me most. All the messages and DMs that I've gotten from people telling me that they have cried real tears listening to the podcast because of how much they resonated with what they had heard and saw themselves in the stories of others um, and in my story, that is what surprised me most. I did not expect to have people reach out to me and and share how much this podcast means to them. I mean, it's one thing to to get, you know, a little choked up by a podcast episode, which happens to me all the time. Like when I listen to my favorite podcast, um I'm like crying all the time. But to take that a step further and to take the time to reach out to me and let me know you know, that this podcast is making a difference, that it made you feel something. That is so special. It It is what surprises me and touches me again and again each time it happens. So I have to thank you um, for anyone who has reached out to me privately because you know, it, it, it helps me remember why I do what I do. And as the goofball person in possession of a microphone, it really helps me feel seen and it makes my work feel worth it because this is a labor of love. And I'm just so happy that it is being received by people. So thank you. Thank you so much to all of you who have reached out who listen regularly, and who have left left reviews too. Okay, moving on to the hardest thing that has happened to me as the host of this podcast. So the hardest thing that's happened so far is when I got a bad review on iTunes. It's bad, you know, it's bound to happen that you get a negative review when you're putting stuff out there. Um, but I'm not going to lie. It did sting a little. My ego was like, wah, mama. <laughs> but uh, this is the small price you pay when you, as a nine, put yourself out there, you engage, you follow your desires. You know, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And And that's actually literally what the negative review said, that this podcast wasn't his or her cup of tea. But I will say this too, congrats to the type nine who wrote that review um, and was straight up like, I don't like this podcast and here's why. You know what? 
good on you, peacemaker, because you're like rocking that eight wing by saying, this is a no for me. So good on you. All right. Okay, I will end with this before we wrap up season one. I'm so grateful for everyone listening right now, everyone who's listened to any one of these episodes, each one a labor of love for me. Thank you to those who have come onto the show to share their stories and wisdom with me. Um, And thank you to those who have reached out, left reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so honored to be on this Enneagram growth journey with all of you. Um, To stand by you, to stand horizontally in pajama pants on the couch sometimes in solidarity with you, to see our own pain and strength in each other, to be connected, to feel connected to complete strangers so similar to me um, through the magic of these podcast sound waves. Thank you. And remember, if you want to participate in one of my upcoming Type 9 panels, which will be aired on the podcast during Season 2, please reach out to me. And you can check out the show notes for uh, my contact information. All right. Lastly, you know I gotta say it. Your needs, desires, big dreams, and little preferences matter because they matter to you and you matter. Peace out, peacemakers. Hey, Type 9. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Did you know that when I'm not recording for this podcast, I'm a trained counselor turned astrologer and intuitive card reader who specifically supports Type 9s? I hold up a mirror to your true essence, to your needs and desires, to the true you beneath your Type 9 exterior, and to the themes of your unique hero's journey. Whether you've got a question around your career, relationships, or life purpose, or if you're at a crossroads and you're not sure how to move forward, there's a message you're meant to hear right now in this specific season of your life. It comes from the divine within you, and I can help you access that guidance. Check out KimberlyEclipse.com for more information on how to book a reading, or find me on Instagram. I'm at Kimberly.Eclipse. See you there.